0: So I um, didn't learn. Like, I learned the most shallow form of black history through school. (laughs) I learned that black people exist. (laughs) And they came here. And they were slaves. And then they weren't slaves. And then they got some rights. Martin Luther King
1: so we are gone and welcome to episode four
0: who knows who cares
1: episode four welcome to episode four of mixed Edition. I'm Sebastian.
2: I'm Danny.
0: i shall.
1: And we are here to talk to you today yes. about yes. Black History. In yes. this, the last week of Black History Month. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Woo! But we wanted to do an episode about this because not we weren't planning on launching in February. It kind of uh, things happened. We're going to launch January but instead. One of us almost died. So then we launched in February instead. (laughs) So we realized that our schedule that we had first wasn't really going to work because we did want to do a Black History Month episode, but we would have to like move another episode to get to this episode. So we did. I know it's the last week. (laughs) Love us anyway. (laughs) But we did. Sorry. But we actually did want to talk about this with you guys because we really believe that it's super important. We also really believe that our perspectives on this might be unique. Just having the mixed perspective, being multiracial, kind of lends to an interesting experience. So if you've been with us before, you know what you're in for. If you're first time here, hey, welcome.
2: <laughs> welcome. Come stay <laughs> with me.
1: Welcome. but We're
2: uh, here to learn.
1: Thanks to some feedback so from some of you who have been watching. Thank you. You know who you are. We love you. Hey. We've decided to kind of go a little bit, not not a lot, <laughs> a little bit, more structured with how we're going to do things. So we're just going to talk a little bit more about the, the main topic of the actual episode. Instead of, you know, going off on a wild tans- tangents.
0: What? <laughs> Wait. No, that's still going to happen. It's just still going ha- <laughs> to
1: But it'll happen l- less. Less. And see, you know what? If you know who you are, tell us if it worked or not. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> like I said, today we're talking about Black History Month. And... From the mixed perspective we're kind of talking about how it kind of came into our scope when we actually started learning about it and when we discovered we were black coming up but we want to first start and talk about why it's important so why it's important like literally the thing about black history month every year is it always shows up and you always are reminded that you know black history month you see it on tv it's on netflix it's on hulu they do like featured stuff yep and it always kind of begs the same question of like oh like this is the month okay we learn about black history and i always end up learning something different <laughs> i always end up learning something that i never ever knew about b- people in black history and especially black american his american african american history things that come up still surprise me to this day. Like people, inventors, there was actually on Hulu, there's a really cool thing, go watch it, where they uh, talk about people who invented stuff that you would never have known it was a black person. You Like you would literally never have known that until someone told you. And I wanted to talk about how in my own personal education experience, and I know my co-hosts have had similar uh, education experiences where it seems like, we spend a whole lot of time on history that is anything but Black history.
2: A whole lot of time.
1: It's, it seems like we spend a whole lot of time on anything but. And I'm gonna come clean. My my Black history knowledge is lacking, like seriously lacking. When you compare it Thank to you. to you know world history or even you know I hate to say white history because it's very palleted and it's very different, but like that's what you learn. That's what you learn about, you know? Most of the history you learn about is white history. And I think that it's kind of important to, like, at least talk about. <laughs> at least, like... Yeah. Like, what, what what is your guys' experience, like, learning about black history from school and then kind of as adults learning about it as yourselves?
0: Yeah, for me... Oh, black history. So I um, didn't learn. Like, I learned the most shallow form of black history through school. (laughs) I learned that black people exist (laughs) and they came here and they were slaves and then they weren't slaves and then they got some rights Martin Luther King. The
1: end. <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. addendum I would make to that is like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> like, oh yeah, emancipation right. proclamation. Right. Like <laughs> like you learned the white perspective of black history. Like that's yeah. that's school.
0: Yeah, it was really it was very very shallow. Just the whole thing. And that's really all I kind of spent. Like that's that's all the time and and not that it wasn't interesting, because like obviously I I can like relate to these people, and it's right. interesting to know your own history. Right. But at the same time, it felt so removed. It was almost like they were telling us about fish in the sea, like when we learned in biology. They're like, oh yes, and look at these animals. This is this right. is how they've evolved over time. I feel that you know? And I feel like that. that's how it felt. Right. That's how it felt for did me.
2: Did you relate to learning about like classic American history or white history? Or did you also feel like you were learning about something that didn't like relate to you?
0: Ooh. So, <laughs> white, so when I learned um I also felt that way in some cases about white history, but there were things like like learning about the Holocaust. Right. You know, where you spend an entire month Right. learning about the holocaust. Right. And like they they like get into it and they're like, "Oh, this is why it was so wrong." And like you're getting into the feels of it where black history didn't really do that for me in school.
1: Right. Same. I'll say. I I would say like even during Black History Month it wasn't recognized in my schools Any You would have a couple of the the cool teachers who would like like I watched Glory in 8th grade. That was That was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah.
0: Can I just say, I didn't know about Black History Month until the end of middle school. Just didn't know it
1: existed. Like, (laughs) it just was never brought up. And to clarify for the people watching who might be like, this is completely different from the experience that I had. We grew up in the 90s. Like, when we went to to elementary school, it was in the 90s and like early 2000s. And it, it was just different. It was a very different kind of climate. I feel like today it's maybe a little bit more pertinent, especially because like I said, it's on on Hulu, it's on Netflix, it's on Instagram, it's on like all your social media is telling you it's Black History Month. And so like I think that that has made it more of prevalent. That's why we're doing a podcast about it.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. like we grew up before social media. We right. yeah.
1: So so for us, you know, <laughs> school kind of just was and I share a lot of the same experience with Sachel, but to answer Danny's question a little bit more in depth on my end, like I did I felt exactly the same way about white culture. Like on in all honesty, when you're learning about, you know, America's birth and the discovery of it and all of that, and you're learning about all these European uh discoverers and whatnot and the horrible things that they did. Uh, You start to, like, again, I didn't learn that in school. We'll talk about that later. But you start to, like, get this sense of, like, they're over there and I'm over here. Like, modern Americans are so different, obviously, than, you know, the Italians or Spanish people who discovered—or Vikings—who discovered America. So, like, I had that sense of, like, it's not me. But I I felt that also about black culture— just because I was raised by mostly my Italian family. Like my dad left the picture when I was like seven and he was my biggest connection to the black side of my family. So I just, again, that was the perspective I had. I didn't, obviously my two Italian parents, because I got a stepdad that was Italian, didn't come up to me and go, it's Black History Month. We should learn something about your culture. They had no, like they had no idea. They had no idea. When I brought up Juneteenth to them, they were confused. They were genuinely confused. They were like, what? But it is it is my culture. You know what I mean? And we talk a lot on this channel about kind of breaking down the barrier of just claiming a culture and it being the only thing you can be. But, you know, it was weird because I really started to see myself as black the more I learned about the history and about the struggle and about the just just the deep rooted you know and people start to say like oh you it makes you paranoid because you start to think like oh is this part of that system is that this part of that thing that i've been learning about but also because we were born outside of it in a sense because we were kept kind of away from it in a sense we didn't know that we i had no idea race was an issue Like, I had no idea race was an issue. Like, the most issue I dealt with with race is like at school, I was light skinned. So, like, I got a little bit of heat for that. But other than that, I just thought that that was like them being like, there's something about you I don't like. And I'm, you know what I mean? Rather than like, oh, it's a racial issue. And then learning about it in school is just like culture shock a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And I think um more on the issue of um race like discovering race. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that race was a thing. Un I mean, well into elementary school. Yeah. Like almost almost middle school.
1: Yeah.
0: Um But it was late elementary school and it wasn't like, I mean, yes, I also got some, some slack for, you know, being light skin, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, oh, you are, you're different. It was, it was just like, oh, you're lighter. And, you know, we don't like that. Right. Instead of, you know, it wasn't like, oh, you are white. Right. Or, you know,
1: I thought it was like an ugliness thing. I thought they yeah, were like you. I, just, I just thought skin. it
0: was a trait. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was just like, it's a trait. Like, oh, I don't like your wow. freckles. Like, right. well, <laughs> you at know. At least from Something what like
2: I've that. heard, though, that's like very common to experience at a young age because, you know, you're trying to relate to people. And you guys both went to schools where uh, there was like a lot of white kids there. So, and kids are blunt. So they're going to be like,
1: "That's kind."
2: I only know th- these few things and I have eyes to the, I can, I've just learned colors and I'm this color and you're this color. So it's very like, <laughs> whoa, I didn't like have too much of an awareness because I grew up in an environment that was very closed. Right. So right. like. Uh, In our elementary school, like, you would stay in your classroom, and that's it. So, like, any of the kids in your classroom are your friends. And if you went to a different class next year, like, they're not your friends anymore. (laughs) Like, where you are is the only things that apply to you. And that was pretty much the case all the way up until high school, right? Right. So then I started going to high school with 1,500 kids, and it was still in a place that is fairly segregated just from— The fact of like now that we all have teens flying around these ignorant brains of ours, like now that we all have hormones, like (laughs) we're going to start trying to hang out with people that are cool or hang out with people that are lame. Like now we're starting to try and figure out social structure. So now there's clumps of people.
1: So are you saying you didn't know like black people were a thing until high school? That's when I started
2: to realize. Until high school, bro? Up until that point. I didn't even realize that people were living their lives differently than I was, which is my bubble. I'm going from place to place in my environment. Then I go out into this big-ass environment Uh, saying, like, look at that vibe over there that I I know nothing about. Wow. Like, if I got out of class, I'm just going to, you know, be quiet and sit there. And I, like... Find a full-blown party happening in the hallway on my way to geography
0: class. I'm like, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> over there? Wait, was this an option the whole time? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine Danny at a barbecue though? Like, like for oh, real. <laughs> She's dang. just showing up like,
2: oh my God. I can't wait, everybody yeah, gets but- a plate. Wait, we're
0: taking plates home. I need to take a <laughs> plates but home. What is that? <laughs>
1: yes yeah
0: that's no but that's an interesting point because i would have never guessed that your your first like realization of outside culture was high school High school. that seems that seems a uh, very old for for me in Same. my brain but that's because maybe um i had societal pressures from the outside right that were constantly telling right. me that like i was not i needed to you know be in this bubble of people but, uh, yeah, that's super, super interesting. I thought that late elementary school was late. Yeah, same. You like, are much later.
1: <laughs> I think, though, me and Sachelle take it for granted just, just a tiny bit because, obviously, you with the person you are, it's hard to always keep, like, oh, I am mixed. You know, like, I am two races. Like, my families were drastically different from each other when I was younger. Like, drastically. Like, I got that culture knowledge. But I didn't know it was a black thing. I didn't know it was, like, a culture thing. I thought it was just, like, people being different. Like, my mom and my Italian family were one thing. And then my dad and my nana and, like, my black family, they're something else. You know, like, it just always seemed like different people. Different strokes for different folks. You know? And then early elementary school, middle school, was when it really became. And honestly, I don't know about you, Sasha, but... The first people to tell me I was black were white people like like not not even like 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 I said in the black community I was I was light-skinned you know like they still I wasn't not black but I also like didn't really realize that that was a thing so I was just like all right I'm part of this but then I moved uh, or, or oh, to a whiter school and a bunch of people were like you talk different you you look different like you're not the same as everyone else like you're black I was like, wait, w- what? <laughs> like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So uh, for me, middle school was a weird period, as it is for everyone, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just awkward. Um, luckily, my middle school experience, I grew a lot during middle school, but I only spent a few years with those people because I went from living right. in Syracuse to, and I moved to Buffalo. And then I moved school districts um, in sixth grade. So I spent three years, a third through sixth grade with these people. And that was my first experience of them being like, whoa, you're like having a similar experience like that. Like, whoa, you're different. You're different. Uh, Not that I talked very differently because I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, just that those just kids the way
2: were used to a cookie cutter experience that I have. So when they experienced even a smidge of difference, they were like,
1: "Whoa!"
0: Where you're like, "Nah, dude, that's just me. Like, I'm not that different." Right. Right. Yeah. So I learned that different <laughs> that different differences. Um, some were attributed to just being different, and some were attributed to kind of a cultural thing. And, uh, yeah, that was my realization. Luckily that awkward phase was promptly stopped and I moved on to a new set of people that I could apply my newfound knowledge to Right, and everything worked out just fine.
1: Uh, (laughs) You had, you had such a better experience than like you, it seemed like you kind of got used to one thing and then you had like a couple of years of dissonance where it was like, Hmm, that doesn't really work. That doesn't really work. But then by the time you got to high school, you had enough of like knowledge of like how what people expected or like even what you wanted yourself to be that you kind of just like eased into it. Whereas I literally got thrown to the sharks, man, like literally coming out of who- sounded like this going into who- I, I, I had an accent like hard. Yeah, you right? were like, yeah, what? A-? going in coming out? Of who- I sounded like this. And then I went to Sweet Home, which for those of you not in the know uh is there it has a large black population in the school it's i would say at least if not half then like predominantly black and it was uh, it all over again of what do you why do you like what are you doing <laughs> like, like why do you talk like that man why do you like like what's going on and just that weird dissonance again where i'm just like damn man i just like ah like that they told me i was black i was too black to be white and now i'm too white to be black like what the hell happened <laughs> what yeah. am i supposed to do tell me i was an impressionable yeah, I, teen
0: yeah i got to spend uh my middle school years getting comfortable with myself in the in outside of the context of other people's opinions right which was nice yeah um and you didn't get to do that eh.
1: I, I wasn't strong I mean, you enough. You
0: did it. Just took it. Took yeah. Right. It took a while. You
1: you are um, a much more independent kind of person. <laughs> like you were like, ah, screw this. I'm gonna be myself. Like way before, like I think a lot of people even do that. Whereas I was like, I just want to have friends, man. I just want to make friends. Mm. And at school eighty one, like to make friends. You know, you walk up, like, what's good? Like, you know, like it. That's that's how you made friends. And then going to Hoover, I was applying the same tactics, <laughs> and, and getting that's mixed fair. results. That's when I found out I was black, like I was I was considered black. Like that's when I found out, like, you you black, bro. Like, you different. And then I was like, oh shit, okay. Well, what do I have to do to make you more comfortable? What do I have to do to make you, you know, to have friends? And then they were like, oh, well, ease up on the on the slang, you know, don't be so, you know, overtly black. And I'm like, what does that even mean, man? <laughs> I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> You know, and then you go to hi- to go to high school with this new mindset of like, well, at least I uh, figured out exactly how people want me to be and to be comfortable. And I walk in, and I'm like, hi, what's going on, man? And he's like, nigga, why you talk like that? And I was just like, <laughs> like, no, no, I did it. I was, I, I no, right. And then I, I, I obviously for the people who don't know me, I stopped giving a, a completely, <laughs> stopped giving a fuck. I speak however damn well I please. I'm but, sorry,
0: but that literally reminds. It's like, <laughs> hey, that reminds me of like you know when you're playing Final Fantasy and you beat a boss, and then there's another boss, behind <laughs> you and you're like,
1: oh. he comes back to Damn life it. even stronger. And you're like, what? <laughs> I just did this. Oh, dude, it it really feels like that though. Like it feels like, uh, no matter what I did, I was different. No, like no mat no matter what I did, people were uncomfortable.
2: Did that make you want to learn more about, like in the context of black history, did that, or did it make you want to start doing your own thing?
1: In high school, I identified more black than I had in my life previously, just because I played football. So it was who I was around a lot. You know, like it was it was just like the, the people I was running with. And then when I met Sashel's brother... Vo, because I'm sure he doesn't care if we say his name on our podcast.
0: No, this is like the I think we already time. have. Right.
1: So, so Sasha's brother and me met in high school, and he was he's also mixed. He was actually one of the only mixed kids that I ever met. I mean, there were a couple in my high school, but again, I hadn't really like expanded outward yet. Right. But Sasha and Vo were some of the first two mixed kids that I met, and who were having the same like kind of issue and had already solved it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they were already like, yeah, dude, just be whatever you want to be. It does just like do what
0: you want. <laughs> it
1: doesn't matter. And then like from a culture aspect, it did make me want to learn more about what it means to be black. Because my parents just don't know. Mm-hmm. They like they have no, my mom, don't get it wrong, my mom was hood. My mom got slack for being with a black man. Like she knows that side of it, but she doesn't know what it's like to have that culture, to have that part of you like that ancestry that right you know and to learn about it late is to be like all these years all these years from the time when i was a kid when an old lady asked me if i was black and white mixed together and i was like yep and she was like gross she was like ew and i was just like wait what like what is wrong with that I, my response literally famously my mom loves to tell people this my response was literally I'm America's favorite cookie. Like that's literally. I was like, <laughs> like what? What's wrong with this? At my, in my like, from my frame of reference, it was like, bro, what? What's wrong with being black and white together? Oreos are delicious. Literally. Like, like what's wrong with that? Horrible old lady. Yeah, that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's she's in the oh. past. I don't know. She's not even. No, around I.
2: Her. She only. Exists I see where you're coming from. Her.
0: Yeah, I literally never had an experience like that. So I've never had someone look down on me because, you know, I am black and white. Right. Um, but I will say it's yeah, mine has more just been like settling into what a mix of black and white means right uh to me, you know. And the thing is is like especially in learning about history, I know so much more. About, you know, white history and then the black history that you learn, there's no real accomplishments there.
1: You know what I mean? Like when
0: you learn when you learn about black history, what you learn about is that they were slaves. All right. And then a white person came in and saved them from slavery. And then they didn't have rights. And then the white government was like, We got you, bro. I know, like they did their sit-ins. But it's still always like handed out,
1: right? By Abraham white Lincoln, so John F. Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy like right.
0: Like, it was never something that they did on their own. So there was never any like real accomplishment. So I think it's interesting um, that you were talking about earlier how there are inventors and things that you learn all the time that are new, and that would have been really nice to know right earlier. Right, because to be honest, like all the white history we're learning is literally like white people taking over the world, yeah. and and they're <laughs> and they lying are... about it, making it sound and like literally a good thing. Yes, <laughs> and making it sound good, like okay, <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Like I'm all I'm all for America, right. right? I'm all for it, but yo, I'm Native American too, right? And I know, I know what happened. Like that was a slaughter across Manifest Destiny, a slaughter across our entire country. Yeah. Of all the people that were already there and are forgotten now. Yep. Right. Well, uh, so yes.
1: generalizing. I mean, that's that just for the people listening, it's generalizing. Yes, but yes. That's,
0: but in history, it's generalized.
1: Right. What we it's learn in school like, specifically yes, is very generalized. Our
0: textbooks say, yes, they thought of Manifest Destiny and then they trailblaze their way to the west coast. Mm. What do you think that means? And they don't tell you in school. They don't tell you that there it was a war. Nope. It, it was a, it was it was like it was a honestly, mass though, They do it but, through like facts.
1: Right. Well, sh- shout out honestly, shout out to the teachers out there who definitely attempt to make it a little easier. Like I had a, a teacher Mr. Martin, <laughs> to see no the relation, thing. uh who <laughs> He actually suggested we read this book. Uh, The name of it is escaping me right now, but it was like the true history of the United States or something like that. Uh. He was like, because I was always a history buff. Like I was really big into history when I was a kid. I just, I loved everything. World history, not necessarily American history, mostly world history. But my lack of American history stemmed from the knowledge that I had obtained of being black and and like understanding like uh this isn't this is history but is it my history like like like, like the civil rights was like a freaking two week segment in a four year program you know and right. it it just it, i just didn't have interest in it the same way that i had interest in like world history like you know thousands of years ago i was super interested to that and my teacher mr martin was like like why aren't you cuz he was my american history teacher so he was like why are why are you sleeping through my class i'm like dude i know all this stuff like you've been teaching me this since before i could know how to read like you've been teaching me all this stuff my whole life like yes i understand that it's important but it's not necessarily interesting the same way it would be is if if i was getting the un, un unedited version if i was getting the like the truth of the history like you get from like, the fall of Roman Empire. You think those those emperors wanted to be known as the way they're known now? Like, you think they wanted to be known as, like, drunks and people with syphilis going crazy and <laughs> killing... You know what I mean? They don't want to be known that way, Mm-mm. but it, it's been so long that history has kind of come down to whatever the last person who got to tell it said. And my interest in history was a lot more in in the reality of things than it was in this, like, glorified american history that you get in high school and he was right, like there's you
0: more bias
1: he was like you there's should read more... this book because it it talks about america realistically which i think it's important for everyone to see you, the country you live in realistically and honestly like in reading that book and in seeing a lot of the things that the government has done to black people the society has done to black people it starts to connect with me. It starts to really make sense. My life, the struggles, the the things that I had to go through, it started to make sense in a way that, you know, if my parents, if one of my parents had been black, I think I would have known. I think they would have told me. But because I didn't have that, it took years and years and years of like my own vindication of like seeking out the culture and finding it for myself and learning it for myself. And even now I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant as hell. Like I, I honestly, I, I want to know more. I genuinely do. But again, you know,
2: what started to make sense for you? That didn't make sense before.
1: What, what was going on? <laughs> like why I was different. Why I was tr- like, you know, when you don't understand that level of, self-awareness, where somebody's looking at themselves and going, I am this person, you know, I might be a little quirky, I'm a little weird, you know, I'm a little awkward in social situations, and you're like, okay, well, people don't talk to me because I'm awkward, you know, people don't sit next uh... to me because I'm fat, people don't, you know, like all these things that are set from living life, and then to have this whole new layer, this whole new, this whole new perspective that, again, I would rather have not, I wish that it didn't exist, you know, I wish that I didn't have to like recognize it, but dude, you d- you're stupid not to. It gets to a yeah. point in a in a black or a mixed man's life where it's just stupid not to know your history and to know how this country you're is known that to treat you, you,
2: being continued to be treated negatively and not know why. Bruh. I mean, no one would say it.
1: You have seen no, me try yeah. and get like food stamps when we were struggling, struggling. You were, you saw me try and do that. How much more difficult was it for me than it was for you?
2: So much more difficult because people would be calling up on your house,
1: literally right? checking up
2: on you, making sure, literally like, every couple of weeks.
1: Danny had having it for you months. Fill
2: out forms, having you go in person.
1: Danny had it for months. Had food stamps for months. Not one checkup call. Not one person knocking on the door, being like, hi, we're just, you know, making sure that everything is, you know, good. They Like, never once. Never once. like
2: Did teachers, and I'm sure teachers had their biases, so they would treat you differently as a student. I mean. Did that happen? Where
0: they were just, like, had made assumptions. I mean, maybe. There, are racist, there are racist people maybe. everywhere. Maybe.
1: But like I said, but like, thing, yeah. I didn't know.
0: I, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say there were times... Um, Where I was treated differently without knowing why. And it didn't click that someone was just subtly racist. Right. Until I was well into my teens. Right.
1: Until you're older. Like, I
0: didn't, the the concept of racism did not occur to me. Like, even though I knew there was a concept of different races, like in elementary school, the idea that someone would hate someone based on...
1: The uh, color of the skin was ridiculous. Like,
0: like your outside skin suit.
1: Oh my did God. not
0: make any sense to Dude, me. Dude, I think it, that- It just it, never occurred to me.
1: It's the nature of being mixed that kind of leads to that because like mm-hmm. the people you look up to and call mom and then even, you know, for because of our stepdads for a while, like even the people you call dad because they look different. They look completely different. They have different hair. They have different skin tone, but that's still my mother. I still love her. I still my dad i love him so you like
2: understand the concept of loving someone
1: despite them being different it Since didn't even make born, sense you
2: understood that yeah yeah there
0: were there was no such thing as judging someone by their outside aesthetic in like that made sense to wow. me yep and it still doesn't to this day no. like you see it's all of like, you've seen the people I hang out with. I obviously don't judge people by what they look like. Or I mean, I like, everybody. how they dress, right. <laughs> you know? I'm just, I'm over here like, are you a good person? Do Sit. we get along? Right, okay, do we vibe. Then. That's it. That's yeah, all. Like, do we vibe. vibe. And that's all that's ever mattered to me. So, it, like, the concept of someone hating me for just my outward look was foreign. Foreign as And hell. when I realized that that was going on and there was nothing I could do about it, it was super depressing.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it, it. it's hard to... Okay, so I used to, when I was a kid, be obsessed with, like, everything Japanese. The phase, right? I'm talking samurai. I'm talking history. I'm talking... I had books on books on books, right? And I always was jealous just because... I w- always wanted to be able to read this and be like, yo, this is my history. Like, like, like this is, this is, you know, and obviously Japan, you know, has some history. That's not great thing. either. But, you know, but I mean, like, they just know, they know their history they going back thousands of years. Thousands back. Of years. <laughs> my history is buried it, like, like. I have Italian family and I know my Italian history, but we're Calabrese, we're the tip of the boot, you know. Like, but I don't know anything about being black or my African or African American history other than certainly
2: not hundreds of years back like that
1: other than oppression other than fighting oppression other than you know trying getting to be able to vote
2: and you still don't know getting to, be able to live. that you only know like the main figureheads right you but don't i don't know your own specific story but what i'm
1: saying is like you when you start to realize that it it is affecting your life and like sasha said you can't do anything about it other than you know, try and raise awareness and all that. Obviously, like, we didn't do that because we were teenagers and we didn't have the passion that some of the people out there today have. But we were just generally, and I'm speaking for both of us, forgive me, we were just generally, like, confused. I was I was genuinely, like, how could you hate someone because of that? Like, you don't even know that person. How could you hate someone because of that? That makes no sense. That makes literally yeah. no sense.
0: I'll actually say... uh, <clears throat> and I'll I'll step out in front of this, my reaction to that realization was to blend in to uh, my white surroundings as much as I possibly could. Fats. So, Fats. I was straightening my hair mm. and hiding all my body curves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, generally, I mean, I was still doing things. I didn't change as a person, but I definitely tailored my outside aesthetic, like was right. I wearing polo shirts? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Like, I was all about Abercrombie and Fitch and Aero Pastel. Right. And, uh, and me and your
1: brother on the flip yeah. side wearing South Pole and, <laughs> and your brother with the giant earring. And, like, I was wearing the Nikes. Like, I was, I was trying to blend into my environment, too. And at that time, it was a black environment. And... I it, it it really made me realize and like the whole reason we've even done this podcast. It made me realize it doesn't matter. Like I'm just going to be me. Like I'm just going to do the things I want to do. I'm going to talk the way I want to talk. I'm going to say the things I want to say. And you know what? If you can't hang, there are 8 billion people on this planet. I'm sure Literally. I can find someone else who is alien like me.
2: Yes, I think yes. growing up makes you think that your little bubble, that you're around the people that you're around are the people you need to learn how to get along with. Right. But then you get into the real world, and there's so many more people. So if you don't get along with the people that you're directly next to, that's okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't know that when we were kids, man. Right. That was our world. That Dude, was our existence. who are you
2: telling? I was trying to out. Everyone remembers well. high
1: school.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was all about Abercrombie and Fitch and Aero Pazzo. Oh, My mom God. was like, I'm not... I, uh.
0: I mean, oh she
2: god. Did. She, she, they would they would hook us up. But still,
0: they
1: did. <laughs> it's oh, not god. my
2: personal choice. Like if I look back now is that my dream
0: aesthetic? Right. No.
1: No. It's not. Am I now
0: too lazy to straighten my hair every day? Yes, yes I, I wear am. this curly. Right. Yes, I am you wear your hair lazy.
1: You wear your hair natural now, which is something that I... We talked about a long time ago, because me and Sasha have known each other forever. If you're new here, then now you know that. Blah, 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 blah. But I actually tried to relax my hair at one point, just because I wanted... Because I have mixed hair. And we'll do a whole nother episode on this. Mixed hair is weird, man. It can have two it's different because, textures. It can have, like, two different it just it's weird. So That's I wanted to different... I wanted to relax the top of my hair because it was straighter than the side of my hair and I was like okay if it's going to be straighter I'll just shave the sides of my head and then have my hair be straighter on top just for looks. I just wanted it to look better. And bro, that was a terrible idea. Relaxing your hair is ter- like it, it just it hurt and I mean honestly I took it like a champ but it, it also like I'm like you how many times a week like what you do this every every week or, like, what? Like, every <laughs> and they were just couple like, months. Every couple months. And I was just like, hell no, bro. Like, I'm not maintaining this. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, like, I was like, why do, do I want my hair to look different? Why do I want my hair to be more like the people around me? And it, again, wasn't racially motivated. It was just what I had, the hair that I have. And I was just trying to make it work for me. It was not racially motivated in any way, shape, or form. And I feel like Sachelle has kind of also grown into that because she wears her hair a lot more natural now. Like it's just always she's like, "eh, I'll do, it. I'll do it, I'll do it, whatever I feel like doing." And to me, that's like, yes, everyone, like everyone, should just do whatever the hell they want to do. If you want to get box braids, get box braids. If you want to get cornrows, get cornrows. Because you know what, like trying to be a, a culture or a race is just, in my opinion, it's overplayed. Like let's just. Be people.
2: Right. <laughs> Just do, do things we people. like to do. Just do the things we like to do. Yeah, I think that's legitimately awesome, and it comes from your experience because even if you got a lot of white history growing up in school, and you got a smidge of black history growing up through school, uh, we got zero mixed history growing up <laughs> through school. Yeah, so your There's history no such is, is the newest, right? Right. You're living it. You're currently making it as as we speak. And for that's us, kind of true.
1: And for, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> oh
2: shit! And what you're choosing to make is something that's accepting of many things.
0: Yes. That is inclusive of many things.
1: Yes. All cultures, that, one culture.
0: Yeah, I think that honestly, like the mixed thing, kind of lends itself to that. Like we can be all encompassing. Like it doesn't matter where you come from. Just come with love, you know. And I think that that's such an important,
1: <laughs> an important kind
0: of message. Yes. Um, like honestly, mixed people have been around for a very long time. Yes. But uh, this is the first time in history that there has been a segregation between being mixed and being
1: black. Yes. Right. Yes. And
0: because there was always the one drop that. rule. That's right. a, that's a thing historically like you have a little bit of black in you you're black you're black and that and that's how, how society kind of saw it for a long time in america and in it, america yeah well, and exactly. and in europe
1: in history in history period. in history yeah they
0: used yeah. to
2: um at least from what i've known so trevor noah grew up in south africa and his father was white and his mother was black
0: ooh that's yeah. that was super illegal until he was basically very recently. a crime
2: so, like, people would ask his mother, like, who helped you
0: commit this crime? Yeah, South Africa. We can do an entire yes show yes. on South Africa yes. because apartheid is crazy. Yes. Okay. Um. Yes. Yeah. That's the a, act that a whole, of, thing. Like, yeah, but that's a whole it, different level. Can we call it?
1: we call it necessarily black history? It it did happen to black people as a race. But when we talk about black history, we're mostly talking about, and I think this is a universal thing, we're mostly talking about American black history. Because yeah, it was created from the exclusion of black people from any other, like they, Like it doesn't matter if you were Ugandan or right. Zimbabwean or or Nigerian, it didn't matter, you were black. That's true, you That's know. very true. So So it's like one of those cultures, probably one of the only cultures, minus maybe like when you say like Asians, right? It's it's like you have these cultures of all right, you know what you can even say like like Latinos, like the like every culture yeah. every culture has this, but it's the only one that is like an all encompassing culture. Like it doesn't matter, like when you're white, right? If you're Italian and you're oh, Jewish, so, it's different. Right? If you're Italian and you're Jewish, it's different. You have different ah. history, you have different but when you're black in America, like you're black. You you're black, black. Yeah, yeah. You don't
0: have unless you specifically like
1: know where uh, you came immigrated. from. Immigrated. <laughs> right. You
0: can yeah, you came here not on a on a slave boat.
1: Right. Um
0: yeah, you probably don't know where you're from in Africa. Like I have no, no idea. No
1: idea. We're gonna try and find out. We have two thirds of our ancestry.com stuff, so stay tuned. Hopefully we'll get that done. Maybe season two.
0: yeah, I'm super super excited. Super excited, super excited, super excited. to find out. Uh, yeah, I
2: think there are a lot of negative things about uh not having that that past history of not knowing where you come from. But the beautiful thing about not having it is what you guys chose to do, which is make it your own, moving right. forward on this like individual, unique experience.
1: Right. And that and honestly, that kind of leads to having like, okay, so me and Sasha's the way we learned about black culture, I think is unique. I think it's unique to people in our situation, right? But I think it kind of stems from this thing where we don't ha- we didn't have black role models, like real black role models in a, like in our lives. Mm. We just like didn't have the actual black culture that exists. It wasn't given to us in that way. We would see glimpses of it. Sometimes we would be a part of it if we are like my dad took me to a cookout or something or was watching me or something and I was at my nana's house. Like then I was in black culture. But again, too young to even know that it was a different culture. And then when the black family kind of faded out of my life, I, I, nobody, like the only black role models I had were either on TV or they were whooping my ass at school. That's
2: a totally like, different yeah, experience than having uh, that person live in your house every single day and you look up to them and say, this is how I'm supposed to be. This is right. how I live my life. You didn't have that.
1: Right. And I think that that led itself to how I became it led myself to, like, not only considering myself black in a way that's personal. It's not, I don't tell people I'm black. It's not like I would be like, oh, like, I mean, this is a bad example because I'm on a podcast called sedition. Edition. But, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't walk around and, and claim being black, but at the same time, it's kind of universally understood that I am. And that, you know, how I portray myself as a black person has been cultivated by me from people that I have chosen to be my black role models, whether they be fictional people like Will Smith. I know, I know people out there can relate to that. If you had a, a black daddy that wasn't around, like watching Uncle Phil and, and Will Smith and all of them, like that's, that's what you had kind of posturing it up. But also in my life meeting uh, black role models and meeting people who inspired me mm. to want to be black to to love the culture and to love that part of myself in a way that my parents god bless them just couldn't give me they couldn't understand how to like give it to me i only yeah. had from the outside view
0: on that point i will say um my acceptance of of my blackness happened very late in my life comparatively like I mean, Did it happened after late. I
1: knew you. Like when I met you, you were and then like from then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so within the yeah. last like 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Relatively
0: late in life. Like I it wasn't that I thought I was white. It was I had acknowledged that I have um right. black genes. Right. But as far as culture goes, I was like that has nothing to do with me because I didn't grow up in that culture therefore i'm you know right. i don't belong there none of that belongs to me i don't emulate any of it you don't claim it you know it. and and i didn't claim it right? right and now that i've i've gotten into it like now i'm on my cultural journey immersing myself in all kinds of cultures including right. the ones that i naturally belong to right. um it's it's nice to to, you know, get a kind of sense that sense of belonging yes. and and that sense of um, like connection. Yes, which I can get in multiple other cu- cultures that I don't belong to as well. Right, I do want to clarify. Right, you can get it anywhere. I get this. I get similar feelings elsewhere. But it's nice to know because growing up, um, really, my my black role models were non-existent or fairly poor. Right. Uh like they like, you know, my dad, he is on and off in my life generally. Right. right. But he's more like a cool uncle. Right. You know? Right. Like I hang out, we party. <laughs> right. You know, that kind of that kind of relationship. It wasn't really a, hey, this is how you're supposed to be a person. Let me teach you, right. you know. Things like that. It was never that kind of relationship. And so I think that I got a really kind of immature version of black culture. Right. And a really like a basic level um, kind of what you would see on the media. Right. Like, like, like rap culture.
1: Right. Yeah. Hip hop culture
0: is, is, is what yes, I was really exposed bro. to. Um, growing up, and I didn't want anything to do with that. Right.
1: Like, like you, you And that, that was sense. the only,
0: yeah, that was the only sense I had of what black people
1: are. I feel you so hard because, like, I didn't like rap growing up. It just wasn't, like, uh, it was something I kind of grew into and I appreciated more when I got older, mostly because my parents didn't like rap, though. I will say that. But I didn't really like rap, mostly Same. because I was a good kid like i thought drugs were the worst thing in the world i thought that if you sell drugs you're the worst person in the world like i was just like that kid that was just like overzealously trying to be a good guy you know what i mean yeah well i mean it wasn't necessarily snobby because i was a kid so i didn't have i'm just thinking
0: you're a food snob you're (laughs) a music snob
1: Uh, okay (laughs) all right all right i might i might agree with you there but the the thing is like when you're a kid i just didn't respect it i didn't respect like the hustle i didn't respect the the pain and the actual like history that was coming through the rap music at the time because it was all about shaking your ass in the club at that time when i was when i was that age the the role models i had to look up to in my black rolodex of artists were 50 cent and you know like Plies and you know Just people who I was like bro I don't relate To this I don't relate to this at all
2: Yeah I think that's a very normal Experience for the majority of people to look At that whole Fake world that's been Created for our entertainment that is a fantasy And to say that ain't me though Like I'm not out there doing that
1: I don't think it's I think it's very real For the people who live in it I do think that it is over market Marketed I think that's what Danny meant was that there are people out there faking it because it the genuine thing is the thing that sells the records but i think that when i was growing up when you hear about the hood and the ghetto like we can't forget like i i've seen that Sachelle so has seen that It's not like we're ignorant
2: Oh I apologize Cause what I was talking about Was like popping bottles And like having money to throw I don't know like, No That ain't me
1: No I'm talking about like Cause remember we're 90s babies So we were growing up The Biggie Tupac And, and stuff like that And where rap was like Hustle rap was like, was more of a thing Street rap wow. was way more okay. of a thing
2: that wasn't even a thing I knew about at the time. Right.
1: Like that's what I mean. Like I was still watching yeah. Disney. And to look at those to look at those people as black <laughs> role models, right? Was just not I'm still
2: trying to be a Disney prince. It was not.
1: Point. It was not, you know, what I wanted to be. I, I didn't live that life. I was blessed enough to not have to resort to that to to live my life. So what ended up happening was I started being like, no, I don't I don't fuck with that. Like mm. I'm not that. Like whatever that if you if you're going to call that black and for a lot of my life, that's the only thing I had to point to and be like, that's black was what people were telling me and was hip hop music. I was like, okay if that's black, then I'm not black. And then it took years of education to be like, oh, (laughs) that's that is an overgeneralization way too hard. I was very ignorant. Then
2: you realize the bravery alone in just making music like that and saying who you are.
0: Yeah, what I want to say exactly. is um, while I agree that the, the hip-hop culture was just not for me, it's for totally different reasons. So what I was exposed to in Black culture within my immediate group of people was kind of that gangbanger lifestyle. Yeah. And I saw firsthand the struggle and the pain and like the desperation of that. And I wanted no part of it. And I felt no part of it. Like I, because I was so sheltered by my mother, even though this is happening to people that I know immediately, I couldn't uh, empathize with them because I didn't understand, you know, the need to go out and sell drugs like i was like why don't you just get a job which i think is what a lot of um people in society now even think yep you know and i i very much had what i consider right now the white perspective as a child i was like oh just get a job like a normal person right. because i was ignorant of it yeah, and i don't same. i don't blame anyone for this right. like it, like i i did that i had those thoughts and i didn't realize that it really was out of necessity mm-hmm. you know and as i <laughs> as i learned more about people and life struggles and went through my own struggles even though no i didn't sell drugs <laughs> and i also you know that's right. just not my not my lifestyle right. um uh, there, there was a lot that I could relate to living in in poverty as an adult. Yep, and kind of understanding <laughs> that struggle. Where <laughs> now I had a new kind of um, appreciation.
1: Right, yes. right for
0: that uh, life. Like, what do you like, Danny? What do you think? Did you did you even appreciate the struggle prior to knowing Sebastian? No. And
2: now I appreciate the struggle, like, with my whole being. No, I didn't understand it. Because, uh, like, when you don't understand or you don't, like, have information, all you have is face value. And, dude, there is so much going on deep in black culture that isn't represented by what you see.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: So much. So much yep. struggle, so much pain, and then so uh, much strength as a result. Oh
1: I think Sasha froze in a really, really cute pose. She really
2: did.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Why? Why? I don't know, but it it's like cute.
1: This? I just wanted to add to what Danny was saying because uh as the the struggle uh teacher that You're, you, you know, are
2: my black role
1: model. <laughs> right. I'm a terrible black role model, but yeah. No, right. I'm just saying like like, she has seen me now. We've been together for almost seven years right. in April. Yeah. But we, we've been together for almost seven years, and she's seen me try and get a job. She's seen me trying. She's
2: gone and, to Anderson's with you. Right.
1: She's seen me trying. and got dirty looks. Right. It, she's just seen the parts of it that wouldn't be apparent to her if she hadn't been in a relationship with me. Yep. And when she asked me, like, bro, like, why why do you like what do you do to deal with it I think my answer is why I say I'm a bad black role model I say I ignore it it doesn't it doesn't Uh, exist to me like it's like yeah they're staring at me okay what uh, I'm a big dude maybe they're staring at me because I'm big you know give them the benefit of the doubt (laughs) maybe they're not racist right like i'm always about i'm on that positive shit like i'm always like bro you know what even if they are racist like if they got to know me they'd probably love me like i like i always take racism as a challenge like that's just how i that's how i've always been once i realized it was a thing of course which we talked about the beginning of this podcast once i realized it was a thing i was like oh hell no like i'm like wait a second you're gonna make it hard and that's when i started checking caucasian on all the all the government forms. <laughs> because, I mean, am I lying, though? They tell you to pick one. Am I lying, though? No, am I lying? They tell you to
0: pick one, and I pick the most opportuned one. Right. Like, I will say that. <sighs> it's, yeah. That's why I'm a bad black roman. model. I will model. say that.
1: Because, like, all my life, I think I've been running from it just because it's terrifying. Like, it's terrifying to live in a country that hates you. And, you, and you're just like, bro, like what? Wait a second, like I know all these people who are different colors of all the rainbow and that all I got for them is love and all they got for me is love. What do you mean this country hates me? Like like for me to learn like, oh, you don't know? Okay, you're about to find out <laughs> cause like you're gonna yeah. grow up and you're gonna have to live your life as a black man. And like, you don't get to choose that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why don't I get a choice? Like it's my life. And they were just like, that's just how it yeah. be.
0: And I would when have... the bubble bursts. <laughs>
2: When the bubble bursts, so Pops, Lord knows Sebastian's not about to let me be out here in a bubble. If he's out here with a popped one, he's like, "Ma'am, no, you're not a Disney princess. Also, I'm not a Disney princess. Also, not a thing.
1: It doesn't exist in real life. Not
2: a thing. I'm out here taking out the <laughs> unless you're born can with money. Or... I'm out here taking out the trash like this, like it's a Gucci bag. <laughs> so confused. No, literally, Sebastian taught me how to cook. Sebastian taught me how to like speak to my landlord. Because, like, oh, like, how to be an adult. Right, well, I yeah. literally thought that, like, you just look cuter than the guy does it all. And Sebastian is like, bro, okay, like, what?
1: <laughs> Hell no. What Yo, I'm mean? just saying, though. I'm just saying. I work too like, damn hard. Y'all, y'all, people out there understand, they feel me. I know they feel me because y- you got, you can't just let everyone believe the fairy tale.
2: I, as an inner fairy tale member, I genuinely think we need to pop them bubbles. Pop them. Is that good for you? It's not healthy. <laughs> Is that the motto of
1: this episode? Pop, pop them bubbles? Pop them bubbles.
2: That's a lot of sodium, children. That's a lot of sodium. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a lot of salt oh my god dude but like honestly I'm you need to learn more
0: that's yeah. the
2: end thing like you can't just stay in one that's, pocket
1: and that's what mixed edition ignorant. is all about we talk a lot about the cultures we belong to we talk a lot about yes. the cultures that we are excluded from on this channel Because that is the society we live in. Those are the rules we play. But the ultimate goal of mixed edition is to change those rules. To make it so like when we were kids and it didn't matter. It literally didn't exist until somebody made it exist. And so I am calling forward this. We, excuse me, are calling forward this idea. Individual culture. Keep your history. Hashtag hashtag. mixed race day. (laughs) Individual culture. Keep the cultures you claim. Learn from them. But then also open it up. Let other cultures in. Learn from them. Because the only way we are going to be the best humanity can be Mm. is if we take all the best parts from each of us. Mm. That's it. That's that's all we got. That's all we got.
2: Other people people are out out there there thriving in ways you never knew and struggling in ways you've you've never never even heard of. So So get to it and learn a little bit more so so that you can make make your lives lives better and maybe maybe theirs a little bit better better too. too.
1: So I am gonna say at the end, this is we're coming to the end of the episode now. I'm going to say that I am definitely pledging myself to learning more about my black culture and learning more about what it means to be black in America than just my own experiences. But also, at the same time, I'm going to learn about cultures that I don't belong to because it helps me communicate with my fellow man. It helps me communicate with people from all over the world in a way that is just human. Yeah. That's what we is. That's let's, where we at. Let's
0: be humans.
1: Let's be hummings together, people. Let's be
0: hummins. We'll be
1: hummings. And with that, we would like to say stay cultured. We love stay you Stay cultured. Are we allowed to sing that? Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs>